Welcome to Maximal Being, a podcast devoted to ditching fad diets and using real science to get you healthy and feeling great. I'm Doc Mock, a GI and functional medicine doctor who harnesses the power of gut health to get you achieving your goals. And I'm Jackie P, a well-informed layman who challenges the experts and asks the questions that you want. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button or leave a comment. And now, on to the show. Hello, 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 Maximal Beans. It is I, Jackie P, your favorite. I'm air quoting right now, if you're listening, layman, because today I may not be so much as a layman. But before we get into that... Doc Mock, how are you today? I love seeing your smile, Doc. It just I, it, I love your smile too. I mean, oh, thank you. it just it like reflects each other. We yeah. the good vibes flow in both ways. Um, I'm excited. Like you alluded to, this may be the episode where I'm the layman. So I actually yeah. brought my very own Uh-oh. layman card there. Whoa! Uh, for those of you that are listening at home, I actually held up a card. Um, (laughs) so I'm going to throw the flag on the field. If you guys, these two geniuses here get a little too jargony and I cannot wait for this discussion. For those of you listening for the first time, I'm Doc Mock. I'm a therapeutic endoscopist, fancy type of GI doctor that removes and treats cancer. And I'm also a functional medicine doctor. So looking at things from both sides of the field, back to you, Jackie P. Thank you. And with us today. I've I have to be I have to be honest. I've been looking forward to this since the day we booked it. <laughs> Wendy, self she said it before we started, but I I believe it's true. Queen of everything. Yep. Right. <laughs> Wendy Petty's right. I mean, just Wendy, how are you today? I, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. How are you, Wendy? <laughs> I'm great. I'm excited to be here. I am just thrilled to learn more about you guys and to share what I know about the connection between money and pleasure and health and wealth and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. And, and and some people are thinking, whoa, money, yeah, pleasure, wealth, health. Aren't these two, four completely different categories? Uh, no, no. Right? and that's no. what we're going to get into. And no, I'm just saying short no, but we're going to get into it. Paleo, keto, vegan, and carnivore. Maybe you've tried them all, but did you have success? Are you still doing that diet? Turns out there's not just one diet right for one particular person. By understanding how your body works and the relationship behind your body's workings and these diets, you can then approach the perfect plan for you. In the Perfect Human Diet course, we talk to you about your body's inner workings and the pros and cons of each plan. We discuss how our ancestors ate and have eaten and lay a framework to tailoring a plan that is perfect for you. To learn more about the Perfect Human Diet course, head to MaximalBeing.com courses to find out more. And as always, I'm Doc Mock. And I'm here to maximize your health. You cannot supplement your way to health, but there are things that we need to add to our lives that can maximize our pathway to wellness. The American diet is virtually devoid of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a major role in cardiovascular disease, gut permeability, and mental health. Personally, I take omega-3s every night and iHerb is the best place for clean, natural sources of supplements. I love the ZenWise Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement. 
which is free of fish burps and good for the environment. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash iHerb, that's I-H-E-R-B, and enter the code B as in boy, D as in dog, B as in boy, 5528, and receive 10% off your orders for all supplements. Maximize your supplements with iHerb. Everyone, you know, we always start this the same. Wendy, if you can give us what we like to call your origin story, right? Uh, you shared with it with me before, but I'd like to share it again. How did you become Wendy, the queen of everything? <laughs> well, queen of everything. All hail is- the queen. Yes, all hail the queen. Um, well, that's Queen Latifah. There's all kinds of queens, but um, and I come from Queens. I come from Queens, New York. So that is part of my origin story. But I think I got started in this work. Um, parts of it got started when I was really little. Um, I have always been outspoken. I always asked questions. And so I was always curious about things. Um, I am a psychologist. I am an MBA and I am a sex educator. And All of those things have played into my work in trying to help people to understand the connection between these things. I believe that if you can afford things, you can have everything that you want. And if you can't, there are ways to get there. But we got to get through shame. We got to get through guilt. And so that's that's really kind of how it started. Um, Little bits of my story will come out as we talk through this, you know, um, but that's the basis of it. That's It was my curiosity. It was my um, wonder about how to figure out how to get better at some things that had happened in my life. Um, my tagline is I went from bankruptcy to being worth $1.3 million by using pleasure. Wow. Wow. And uh, so it, everyone is, 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 there's like a, a calm came over the crowd, right? What an impact. So let's, let's, let's talk about it. Right. Cause I know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go with the low hanging fruit, right? Pleasure. Right. Uh, everyone is, I'd say afraid of that word in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Or sometimes everyone thinks of that word in different ways. Yeah. So can you, can you walk us through how you, can help the people you work with, right? And of course, everyone is in a different place. But how do you help focus pleasure and help like people come around to saying, okay, you know what, pleasure is okay. And I can use pleasure to, you know, move forward in life in a lot of different aspects. Yeah. So when people usually hear pleasure, they think sexual pleasure. And that's only part of it. What I'm talking about is feeling good enough to do something about, it's it's kind of like a confidence booster, to do something about whatever it is that you want to do. We cannot make change unless we feel good. I have a chronic illness. I am disabled. And so sometimes physically, I don't feel well, but I know how to fuse myself and fuel myself to feel good enough to get the things done that I need to get done, to do the things that I want. And so when I think about pleasure, it's about finding things that make you feel good. So if we can just get it as basic as that, then people understand it. And then maybe they won't be so shy or titillated by the conversation to miss the whole point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, and of of course, you know, share as much as you like, but I, I, I especially like, the 
the, the, the climb, right? You said you, you went from bankruptcy to now being a millionaire, right? Yeah. These, these two wide spectrums, uh, can the, would you say there was a point or multiple points where it was like, oh, aha, this is, this is like what I have to do, or this is like, was there a moment in time where you felt like there was a catalyst or a change or was it multiple steps? Uh, I think it was multiple steps. I mean, my story in short is that I worked on Wall Street for, um, before I worked on Wall Street, I was known as the condom negotiator. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Intriguing. <laughs> Intriguing. Yeah. I, I was hired by a national nonprofit to go out to communities of color. It was the height of the HIV and AIDS. And I was hired to go out and help women to negotiate condom usage with their men to save their lives. Wow. And so I was trained and I was taught how to do this and really taught about anatomy and sexual pleasure and all these sexual things to try and let people know that, hey, you can have great sex with condoms. And when I got out there, they were not interested in hearing that from wow. my 20-year-old self, first of all. Um, and so I was concerned and confused, even at that time, that they would miss the boat and miss the opportunity to save their lives. And so I began getting, well, I was in, in school to get my master's and I got a psychology degree on top of it because I wanted to understand the disconnect between something that could really help you and not doing it. And so that's how I kind of got started in the, the sexuality work and the pleasure work. But I needed to make some money, so I went and worked on Wall Street. Made a whole bunch of money, but I hated the job, but I did it. You know, uh, you talk about two ends of the spectrum, you know, mm -hmm. I made a whole bunch of money, but I didn't like doing it, so I did it to make the money. You know, we can compartmentalize. Um, I left and went and had my dream job at an airline. It was amazing but I was not making any money. So then we had that poll. We had, oh my God, this is amazing, but I I, I can't really pay my bills here, you know? Um, and so I had learned to compartmentalize myself much like those women earlier on, much like those women. Mm. And so um, throughout that entire time, working on Wall Street, working for the airline, I was ill physically. That's where the health stuff comes on. I was ill physically. And I had amassed $310,000 in medical debt. Wow. And when my time at the airline came to an end by being harassed, I left and ha and I mean, like morally, I, I felt um, emotionally, financially and physically bankrupt, just really down. And I filed bankruptcy <laughs> and I was down for a while, you know, mental health. I was on antidepressants. And I just decided, I actually, I didn't just decide. What I did was go back to my roots. I went back to that training, that pleasure training. And I said, you know, let me do something little. Let me, instead of laying in this bed for four months, you know, on day four months and one day, let me put my feet on the ground and put them into my soft slippers because that can make me feel good. Then maybe a little later, I could actually stand up and smell myself and say, let me get in the shower and take a shower with some soap that smells good. Then I could, you know, find a glass to drink out of that was really beautiful. 
not just the red cup that was sitting on there forever and you just kind of rinsed it out, but a glass, a beautiful glass. And that's how I started building myself up. And once I could get that confidence and fill myself back up, then I was like, okay, Wendy, let's do something different. And so I started, you know, I started building my business and I vowed I'd never work for anyone else again because I was traumatized and I knew that. So it's, this is not about masking things or covering things up. This is about finding the energy and finding the confidence and the wherewithal to keep going. Because I knew I didn't want to stay there, but I didn't know how to get out. So I had to find things that made me feel good so that I could keep going. And that's really how it how it went. Um, I filed bankruptcy. I filed Chapter 13. So I had to pay it back. It wasn't a clean slate. And so I had to pay the money back. And so I just little by little started filling myself up first. You know, a lot of people do dessert afterwards. You know, like mm-hmm. I believe in let's fill ourselves up first so that we have the energy to do it. Because mm-hmm. I might be full by the time I get to, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to dessert. Yeah. You know, and so that's what I have put in place. And that's what I help my clients do to figure out first, where are you really? Because I I had so much guilt, so much shame. Uh, People don't talk about these things. You know, I was an MBA and I filed bankruptcy. You know, like, what does that mean about me, who I am? I worked for this amazing airline that everybody knows and loves. And that was such a part of my psyche also and my identity. So I had a lot of stuff to go through, but that's really how I did it. I started started filling myself up with things that feel good, the pleasure piece, you know, and my health is is great. My money is great. And it's it's a practice that you have to keep practicing at, but that's really how it happened. That's, I mean, that's, that's incredible. One, thank you for sharing that with us. And yes, thank you. Um, I think it really speaks to, you know, one thing that Doc Mock and I always like having people on our show who walk the walk, right? Um, you know, there's there's the astronomer who can tell you everything about the space, and then there's a guy who just came down in the shuttle, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, thank you for sharing that with us. But I also like how you you said it was like one step at a time. You know, yeah. a lot of folks, they they, you know, I I know a ton about you, right? And a lot of people read about you, right? You know, you're you're extremely Googleable, right? Yes. <laughs> Which is a great thing. And uh, sometimes folks don't understand that, like, there is a long journey that you have to go through to get to yeah. where you are, yeah. right? Um, and sometimes folks who are in similar situations where you know you use those terms, right? Guilt, shame um, about either their medical physical situation or the financial situation or sometimes if you're all three right it's you're lost in the woods and don't know where to go right and it was just like a step by step if you could put your one foot in front of you that's what you focus on and you know i'd I'd like to kind of take that and, and and talk a little bit about how crippling sometimes that guilt and shame can be with folks where it almost scares them into doing nothing almost. Absolutely. More often Um, than not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, So what would you say is, you know, let's say someone is listening for the first time and they may not be in uh, such of a serious situation, but maybe just in a situation where the money isn't right. Right. They they don't know what to do and they, they, they feel a certain way about it. Right. Like what are some things, some tools you've helped put in front of some of your clients to help them you know, just kind of shake off that first layer of, okay, let's, let's get out of frozen mode and let's get into finding that first step. Yeah. I think 
the first thing is to understand that some of this is is in our control and we caused some of this you know the good stuff and the not so good stuff like we're we're you know like recognize that all the things that make me amazing i did just like all the things that got me in a whole bunch of trouble i did too you know what I mean? Like, let's let's just put it in perspective. You are not just the sum of all the crap that you think you caused, you know, <laughs> any more than you can just be like, no, 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 that's me. I'm amazing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so so let's just put it in perspective that it it is what it is, first of all. It's it's what I call the clarity stage. Like, let's really mm. talk about like what what is true, what happened. What choices did I make? What choices did I not have? Like kind of getting through that. And then understanding that we just weren't taught. You know, you talk about food and health. Like I, I amassed all that debt because I put my, my trust in blindly in doctors. Some who I absolutely love and and are grateful for and who cried when I said no more testing they said oh my god I was I was on a roll trying to save you and trying to help you and I forgot to to connect with you oh my, my god I'm so sorry and others who sent me to their private hospital that was out of network because they didn't give a damn do you know what I mean so so I gotta I gotta call that in but I wasn't taught you know, so there's things that we weren't taught. There's things that, that we need to learn, just information. We need to learn. There's things that we were taught that is crap. It's just not true. It's just not helpful. But we were taught that either directly or indirectly. You know, we got things from our parents, our friends, whatever, and we believe it to be so. But we need to kind of say that that's not really true. And then there's things we need to question. You know, like things that we may think are true, but we need to question for ourselves and see if it really fits into what we think and what we want to do and our plan for ourselves. So I think stripping away those kind of things so that you're like, I'm I'm just like you, you're just like me. And so I may not have made that mistake, but let me tell you about the 20 things that I did, you know, or yeah. the one thing that someone taught me that I, I want to pass on to you. Like, let's find those kind of things so that we're not stuck in this, like, I am this because this has happened for good or bad. You know, like I don't I don't allow any boasting and bragging for for evil. I allow boasting and bragging, but not for evil. Like you're not better than me because or you or whatever because you have done something any more than you're worse than me or less than me because any more than you've done or not done something. So I just kind of normalize this. Okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. now we can figure out what to do. Yeah, leveling the playing field so Love we it. can all just approach a good open conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's let's talk about you know the, I I almost I forgot pleasure, money, health, health, and wealth, and wealth. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's going on, Maximal Beings? It's Doc Mock here. Many of you are returning to the gym now, but some are not going back. Regardless of what you plan, Rogue has got the right gear to fit your needs. I personally own a barbell set and love it. The black op shorts are sweat resistant flexible for getting deep in your squats. Head on over to MaximalBeing.com slash Rogue for our referral link. Order three items and they ship for free. And as usual, it's Doc Mock, 
and I'm here to maximize your pathway to wellness. If you're stuck at home and cannot make it to the grocery store, delivery may be the best way to stay clean and healthy. Instacart is the national leader in the direct-to-home delivery service. With numerous major chains and food from smaller stores, you can get those local veggies sent directly to your doorstep. Head on over to MaximalBean.com slash Instacart and maximize your nutrition today. Let's talk about, you know, you have something, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, date your money, yes. right? Date your money philosophy, mm-hmm. right? So for can you un, unpack mm-hmm. that and, and, and kind of walk us through that for folks who've never heard of that or haven't had a chance to check you out? What does it mean to date your money? Yeah, it means show it the respect and the connection and the effort that you would show to any relationship, including the relationship with yourself. And much like money, we're not taught how to interact with people in intimate relationships either. So, you know, I take people through a journey of, are you even ready for a relationship with your money? You know? And it's a metaphor, but it's really like, you know, like, have you cleaned up your stuff? (laughs) You know, like, you know, like, no, I want to date this six foot football player who's making $20 million, (laughs) but I'm still living in my mother's house on her couch and eating cat food. Like we, we have to kind of, you know, are you ready to do the work kind of thing, you know? And then we move to, okay, so, so now I'm, I'm understanding and I'm ready. Then we move through there, through a process, it's a five-part process, but we move to bliss, which is, you know, like, let's actually have a date and the relationship that I really want with my money. Let's plan out how that's going to be. You know, like people get nervous about the word budget, for example, Mm. but you have to check in with your money, just like you have to check in and nurture your relationships. And so, you know, there are things you need to do every day. I I have daily quickies, which are, you know, check your accounts. Just look at the numbers. Just look at the numbers. You know, that's something you got to do every day. Much like in a relationship, there are things you have to do every day, you know. Um, Then there's things you do weekly. It's a weekly date. So check in a little deeper and dive in and see what went out and what went in and catch that subscription that you forgot to cancel, you know, those kind of things. Make sure that, you know, you have food in the house, you know, like I just, I just keep attributing it and keep connecting it to how you progress through a relationship. And it's the same thing with your money. And so that's really what it's about. And I got the idea because people do think it's separate. They're like, oh no, I got my my relationship together, but you know, my money's funny. And I'm like, mm, I think <laughs> everything's funny then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so so that's and, and it's in, it's an easier way, it's a more palatable way to talk about things, you know. So that's what date your money is. It's your money. I like that. And and what are some, I mean, what what would you say are some common you know, you mentioned them before, but what are some things that if you wanted to, if you were to boil down, you know, all the folks you've spoken with and worked with over your career, what are like some of those common, I'd say misnomers, misconceptions, right. With your money, right. Because 
Yeah. You know, you know, in, in the field I am, right, everyone always thinks that you, you got to be making a ton of money to start, you know, budgeting. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and I always tell folks, you know, when I when I speak to people, you know, I, I call it the B word because everyone is so afraid of it. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, it's like, you know, budget, like, you know, they clutch their pearls like, oh, wait, what? You know, uh, <laughs> what yeah. did, did you just what did you say to me and my you wife? You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, what are some things or, or some tools that you use to help people flip their perception of those words? Right. Like, for instance, like for myself, I like to use active words like spending plan. Yeah. If you have a spending plan, oh, that's yeah. fun. Where are we going to yeah. put our dollars, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but like, what are some other mis, you know, misconceptions that you, you've you've encountered or that you see all the time that you've helped folks kind of switch their point of view on? Yeah, I think one of the with the budget, I'll talk about the budget and also my concept about debt. Um, with the budget, I just talk about let's find out what money's going out and what money's coming in, like. Mm. You know, like, like I just am really frank about it. And then we kind of look at it and we're like, okay, is this your priority? Is this the way you want to do it? Because if it balances, great. If it's, if the scales are up or down on, on either side, you either need more money or you need less going out. Like it's, it's, Mm. you you can't argue with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can call it a spending plan. You can call it a budget. You can call it whatever you want, but that's the process that we're really doing. Like what, what's going out and what's coming in. You know, um, so I have this way of just being frank about things that I, that resonates with people. But I think the biggest the biggest thing that people are like, I don't believe you. You cannot convince me this. And then they're like, oh, you know, is yeah. I think debt is a blessing. Mm-hmm. I think that debt is a blessing on so many levels. When I think about that three hundred and ten thousand dollars. It saved my life. I had the means to incur that debt. It is a blessing. You think about your student loans. Even if you're like, oh, my God, this is never going to go away. Did you meet anybody during that time in school? Did you learn something? Did you have an experience? You know, that's. $7,000 credit card bill that is is your clothes in your closet. Did you feel good in that dress? You know, it's a blessing that we had the opportunity to incur this debt and show it the respect that it deserves. And let's figure out a way to lessen it, to get rid of it, you know, a plan, a plan. And at first people are like, that's bull when, you know, like I can't. And then they're like, oh, oh, wow. I remember this. You know, I don't Mm. look at that credit card in the same way or, um, you know, or I can let this go now and stop this habit because it really wasn't that great, you know? Mm. And so I can prioritize in a different way. So that's another thing that I think is, is really helpful for the people that I work with, you know, just finding ways to, think about things in a different way. And I am not the, you know, latte, you know, like don't have your latte. And if you would just put $5 away, I I think if you do put $5 away, if that's all you have, that's a great thing, but not at the expense of something that gives you pleasure. So if that latte helps you to get out the door with a pep on your step, 
then have that latte. But I bet we can find something that is not giving you so much joy that you have put your money in. And you could take that and put it towards something else. That's what I'm all about. Let's find the real joy and the real not so joy so that you can do something different. By the way, Sorry, Jack B. I just wanted to say to the listeners that you should have seen the look on Jackie P's face when he heard seven thousand credit card, seven thousand dollar credit card bill. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him get nervous, but that yeah. happened the first time. He was like, "Uh oh, uh oh." Yeah. It, you know, you you're you're absolutely correct because he took me out, and I like you had me in the beginning. I was like, "Where's Wendy going with this?" But you are absolutely correct, and it's funny you said that about the latte. Because one thing I do with a lot of my clients is the spending plan, right? I'm not going to use the B word because I mm-hmm. promise everyone I don't use the B word. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're like, you know, I I love this coffee shop I go to. I love, you know, like this thing. I was like, okay, like I'm not telling you not to do that. Yeah. But this this five bucks a day you spend or whatever needs to come out of something. So yes. let's cut down something else that you don't need, that you don't use, right? Yes. And it's... And when you know that, hey, I'm like for myself, I, I'm, a, I'm a cord cutter. I don't have any cable or anything. I just have internet. Right. But like I did that because I am that guy. Like I, you know, there's a local shop. I know the owner. It's like I went visit them all the time during the pandemic. So it's like I go there because I like the guy and I know like I'm supporting a local human being who has, you know, like I'm not sending it to, yeah. you know, I'm not going to talk about the cable company here yes. because everyone knows of my long <laughs> feud with them but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want my cable too absolutely yeah. yes so it's yeah. it's really about finding if you are happy about where you're spending your money yes it it becomes a positive feeling right yes. that plan when you say okay i've got x amount coming in what am i going to bring what's going to bring me joy and you can choose where it goes you don't really feel like you're losing or you're going without. You're absolutely just adding agree. to what you love. I absolutely agree. And and just and that perfect example about that local store owner, like I can I I I uh study body language also. And so the listeners, I can see him. He was dancing. He was dancing, <laughs> talking about going to this place. Like that's and I have goosebumps, you know, because I can feel the energy. Like that's what we're trying to get to. That, you know, not like, oh, God, I got to go to this store and wait on the line and get this because I've been just do it. I've been doing it for the last six years. No, no. Find something that makes you dance and go there. But you're right. It has to come out of someplace else. So think about that magazine subscription or cable or whatever doesn't give you that much delight and joy to make you dance. Take that money and put it someplace else so that you can have more of those experiences. That's what I'm talking about. So that was a perfect example. What's going on, Maximal Beings? Doc Mock here. If you haven't done so already, leave us a comment and hit the subscribe button. Let your friends and family know. That way we can get the word out and continue to bash the bro science.